When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That was a little cute little rendition of a song that I used to... I wrote this... Oh, so here's the thing. I wrote this song with Whitney Houston. Like, I'm trying to think. What was the year? Uh, like, 1996. So that would have put me at, like, age nine. But it really doesn't fucking matter, bitch. I wrote the song, and it was just... We was really going through it. a lot of things. We just was just, like, really emotional and i was like you know whitney this is a song i think you should do and she was like solomon you're a fucking creative genius like where are your grammys where is your ascap award like you are really honestly right next to mozart and i was like you know whitney like quit playing girl like it's just really us you know two greats under one roof like me fabulous songwriter you know, vocalist extraordinaire right next to another vocalist extraordinaire. And, like, I'm not really trying to compare Whitney and I, but it's like, how can I put it? Mm, I'm kind of at a higher level vocally than her. You know, I've taught her a lot of things. There's a lot of training that her and I did. And, but needless to say, her complimenting me was nice. Um... That was our relationship together. Shout out to Whitney in heaven. Um. Anyway, so let's get into the sh- I mean, let's move on to the show. I want to give a shout out to all the girls who've written and rated this podcast five stars and five stars only. Um. We don't have no, no reviews this week, so. Um, so I'm just like, it's been two weeks without reviews. So, like. 
thanks i guess um but anyways yeah i do want to say thank you for everyone who has written and rated this podcast five stars also i just want to give a shout out to the girls who've literally listened to this podcast we're almost at episode 100 isn't that crazy episode 100 like i'm trying to figure out what i'm going to do for episode 100 um i was thinking about doing like a recap of like like best moments um but then that's like bitch that's a lot of editing bitch i'm not trying to do all that so i need to figure out something to do excuse me girl just woke up it is 1 p.m bitch um yeah i I, it's wild that it's been and it's been more than two years since i've been doing this podcast so thank you guys so much for listening. I really started this podcast thinking no one was going to listen to it. Like, what is the point? I don't have a co-host. I don't really have a topic. You know, it's funny. It's so funny because people, when they ask me, like, what do you do? They were like, well, what is your podcast about? And I'd be like, girl, I-, I don't even know. It's just, I don't even know. There is no topic. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I, I'm like, oh, I talk about celebrity gossip. No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, I do sometimes, but not really. You know, and it's not like, oh, it's a crime podcast or it's literally like, oh, is it a financial advice podcast? Like, what is it, bitch? I don't I really don't know. I just turn this motherfucking mic on and get to going and get to get to um, bumping these gums. So thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Um, let me check these levels real quick and I'll be right back. Hold on. So, yeah, I did also want to open up with that song just because, bitch, when I tell you. I had a day, I don't even, when was it? Wednesday, Tuesday, bitch, what is today? Thursday? Yesterday was Wednesday, so it wasn't Wednesday. The day before that was Tuesday? And the day before that was Monday. It must have been Monday, I had a a doozy, bitch. And it really was crazy because nothing happened. Like, nothing bad happened. I just literally was just, I was running errands, you know? And then I left the county clerk's office, or whoever, I don't know who, I don't know what the fuck office that was. It was some shit I had to do for my business. And I was literally on my way to go to Target to pick up an extension cord or some shit, bitch. And I remember I was just like, you know, just casually just getting ready to walk out the car. And like, I turned the car off and bitch, I started crying for like eight seconds, like 7.2 seconds. And I was like, girl, relax, like stop. But I think I was just like really overwhelmed. It was just kind of like, you know, when you do something and you just feel like you don't have any help, but then also, like, you don't ever ask for help because you know, like, I know I will do it the best and I'll do it better than anybody else. You know, and I'm very picky. I'm very anal. I'm very black and white. I'm very, like, I don't like people really helping me unless it's going to be stellar and perfect. If it's not perfect, then I'll just do it myself because I know I'll, it'll be perfect with me. Not to toot my own horn, but I just know it will. So I don't really like to delegate a lot of things. To You know, like when people are like, oh, just hire an assistant. And it's like, yeah, but that's so, that's harder than you think, especially for a person like me. Because it's like, I need it to be perfect. I need, I need it to be on time. I need it to be fully vetted. You know what I'm saying? Like the only person I've been able to delegate any sort of task to is literally Serena. And that is it. Like, I can't think of anybody else who I've been able to work with where I'm like, you know what? You did that 100% perfect. So I think I was just like overwhelmed and just 
not really taking a moment for myself to kind of, and I, I do this all the time, bitch. This is not the first time I've talked about this on the podcast. But, like, I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? I might need to take the rest of the day off. And then a part of me was like, well, bitch, you can't take the rest of the day off because you have to get these things done. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not going to do it, then who's going to do it? And I know I eat up the girls who be in relationships all the time. I know I be eating y'all up. I know I be eating y'all up. But the only, like, I kind of see why some of the girls be in relationships also because it's like you can delegate certain things. Like, you can be like, I need help with this. I need you to do this. Can you help me with this? Can you do this errand for me? Can you drop this off over here? Can you sign this paper? Can you fax this over here? Can you put this in an envelope? Can you put, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you write this thing down? Oh, we're out of someone, so I need you to go do this. I need you to clean out the refrigerator or whatever the fuck it is. It's like you can ask somebody else to do it. Whereas like a bitch like me, it's just like I'm literally always doing things by myself. But I'm also someone who does do like I put on a lot. Like, you know, I, I put a lot on myself to do. Whereas I know some people are single and they're like, bitch, what are you doing when you get off work? Girl, I'm going to go lay home and lay lay down and listen to watch TV. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm, that must be nice. Like, literally the only time I get to really watch TV, and I've said this a million and one times, but it's literally at the very, very, very end of the night, and I'll be up for not even 30 minutes, and I'm knocked the fuck out, bitch. <sighs> Anyways, um, but you know what? It got me thinking, like, And it's not, I'm not trying to shade nobody. I'm really not. I'm really not. But I just feel like if I'm living at home with my parents temporarily, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no kids. I don't have no major responsibilities. I don't got to take care of nobody who's disabled. I don't got to take care of old parents grandparents i ain't gotta take nobody to the doctor i don't got you know what i'm saying i don't gotta care for nobody i barely gotta care for these damn cats bitch i don't gotta do shit but just literally wake up and just do me this is when you're supposed to load things on you know you know what i'm saying like that's why i'm trying not to complain too much because it's like if i'm over here living at home with my parents i got no motherfucking responsibilities i'm in between homes i this is all i have to do is wake up and take care of me that's a luxury so please fuck like take it take it seriously solomon load as much shit as you possibly can onto your plate because you, because I, I feel like in my mind, I don't know when I'm going to be able to, let's say, hypothetically speaking, my life changes a lot in a year from now. And I do have other responsibilities that I'm, you know what I'm saying? So load on as much as you possibly can right now. All the things you want to accomplish, all the things you need to change or want to alter. This is the time to do it because literally you don't have any distractions, nothing. You're just in the opportune moment in your life to do these things so i'm just like bitch just do it and just shut the fuck up so needless to say i shut the fuck up <laughs> what what hold on where's that from he told me to shut my fat ass up so i shut my fat ass up wait where is that from oh my god wait uh he told me to shut my fat ass up so i shut my fat ass up no i need to figure out what movie is that from hold on um shut my fat ass up so i shut my fat ass up i 
He told me to shut my mirror. Precious. Oh, Monique. Monique. Wait. From Precious. Oh, yes. That that was Monique. Um, Monique. That's Monique's character on Precious. Um, talking to Mar- I think she was talking to Mariah Carey. And she was like, he told me to shut my fat ass up. So I shut my fat ass up. Th- that's me, bitch. That was literally me on, on, on Monday when I literally parked the car and I was just like, started to cry. And I said, bitch, shut up. Shut up. You don't got no time to cry. First off, bitch, why are you crying? Because there's nothing to cry about. Okay, you put yourself in a situation. And two, bitch, you're in the opportune situation to accomplish anything. Shut the fuck up. Shut your fat ass up. Get in here. Get this fucking thing. Run the rest of your motherfucking errands. And you'll be able to go to sleep at 4.30 in the morning when the time is right. But right now, we got things to do, bitch. So suck it up and move on, you know? So, bitch, that's what happened. Um, (laughs) But... It made me also think about, like, single mothers. Like, I really... Shout out to y'all. Honestly, y'all are the real actual MVPs, bitch. No, for real. It's really... Y'all are really the v- MV- MVPs because I can't imagine... Like, it's not funny, but I really just cannot imagine just having just your personal things you need to do, work-related things you need to do, daycare shit, school shit, homework shit, just making sure your child is alive, you know, and healthy, doctor's appointments, making sure that they're not sick, you know what I'm saying? Making sure they fed, making sure the clothes is clean, packing their lunch, packing, just driving their ass. Like, I'm just, I would have a mental breakdown. <laughs> I would really drop my kids off at school and just be like, just like literally hitting the fucking like <laughs> steering wheel. So shout out to y'all because y'all are really the motherfucking MVPs. Um, what did oh before we get into the show, um, I do want to say sorrybeauty.com is back up and running, bitch. Um, and honestly, you know what? I'm not really trying to toot my own horn, but bitch, I'm really proud of myself because I told myself I was gonna take that goddamn website off for one one month and one month only, and it was going to come back better than ever. And bitch, I worked my ass off to hit that deadline, and it not only um, came back online March 1st, it came back online, like, the day before, so, um, it's a new design, um, also, all the product pages are fully well written, I rewrote everything to be a little bit more, like, um, have a little more detail about the ingredients, the effects of everything, what else, I have some blog articles on there, just, like, a whole, just everything is just easier to, shop on that site than it was before um also the coochie clorox goes on sale for pre-order and pre-order only friday at midnight that is march 3rd at midnight and i'm saying this because there has been i have not seen this sort of demand for a product of mine ever like when i tell you the girls go up for the collagen serum side note bitch I just, listen, I said the website is back up and running. Within five minutes, the collagen serum, what else? The eye brightening cream, and then the face wash was all sold out. All sold out. It will be back in stock in like two weeks, but all sold out. Like the girls, the girls were, you know, they was ready. And then the funny thing is the girls have fucking notifications on 
I didn't realize this, but they're on the old design. If something was sold out, you could sign up for email notifications for when it goes back into stock. So sometimes when I'm up, when I started to upload and input the inventory the night before, the night of, I literally, while I was inputting the inventory, I started seeing the sales come in. So shout out to the girls. But what I'm saying is the demand for the Coochie Clorox is so high right now. And I'm not just saying that to like gash all up. I'm really not. I'm actually a little nervous. Well, no, I'm not nervous, but I'm just, it's letting me know like, okay, maybe I shouldn't, I should order more than a um, 5,000 units. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I need to order to be able to have the stock in, you know, in, in-house. So when it does go on sale physically and, you know, and it's in-house, I have the stock there. But when I tell you I've had, and I've noticed this since I mentioned it um, last year, but the emails, I get emails all the time. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I've got, when I look at the search engine things on my website, that that's the number one thing people are searching for. Um, What else? What else? What else? Literally just emails. I got over like 200 something emails. Um, When was it? Monday or Tuesday? When I was like, oh, I need to pick some people to send out because I need before and after photos. Fuck, that's what I got to do. Let me type that in because I need to do that. Finish that shit right tonight. Before and after. Sorry. Um, not me working while I'm still doing this damn podcast. So anyways, so the pre-order goes on sale on Friday. But here's what I want y'all to know. This is what I need y'all to listen to me. Pull up a chair. I'm not playing with y'all. Please listen to me on this. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a video of this on, and put it on my story so the girls can really understand. The pre-order, you can cancel your order any time. Like, any, all the pre-orders I've ever done, all of them I've ever done, they've all been like that. You can cancel them at any time, and you will get 100% of your money back. You're not going to get 50% of your money back, 60% of your money Bitch, you're going to get all your money back, including shipping, if you pay shipping, whatever the fuck you paid, whatever it is, bitch, you're going to get all your goddamn money back. So le- I'm saying this because... Now, when I did the pre-order for the holiday sale, I didn't get any chargebacks. But... I've done pre-orders before, and I would say for like every 1,000 pre-orders, there's about three or four people who do chargebacks. And honestly, in the in the big scheme of things, that's not that, that's actually not a big number when it comes to an e-commerce brand. So honestly, I love my customers. I love y'all. Y'all don't be playing them games with me. But, um, but here's, I'm just trying to explain. I've never explained this, but I'm going to explain it now. The reason why I don't want y'all to do chargebacks, it has nothing to do with me, bitch. It has nothing to do with me because, bitch, I went all... Because, hold on. Because I went all my chargebacks. I just want to put that out there, okay? I'm not I'm not trying to, like, threaten y'all. I'm not trying to be... Give it off like that. I'm just letting y'all know. I went all my chargebacks. So that's neither here nor there. It's not like I'm losing money. I don't really care. Because I'm, it's like, you're, I'm not the one losing the money, bitch. I'm not. I'm going to get it back. But I'm going to let y'all know why it's just email us support at sawraybeauty.com if you want to cancel your order because this is what happens when you do a chargeback i feel like let lisa left eye lopez on behind the music pull up a chair and get your calculators out if y'all know y'all know um so this is what happens when you do a chargeback 
your bank, let's say you do a chargeback on Monday. You call and say, bitch, whatever reason, boom. Your bank hits me up and says, hey, girl, um, she got a chargeback. So now the whole transaction, the whole transaction of ours is frozen. It's frozen, okay? I can't control that. I cannot. We are waiting for the bank to make their decision. And the bank is going to give up to 90 days to do their investigation and make their decision. So now for 90 days, baby girl, 90 days, the transaction is frozen. I cannot refund you your money, nor can I send you out the product. So for 90 days, (laughs) you are going to be without your money and you're going to be without your product. Now, sometimes your bank will give you a temporary credit. You know what I'm saying? Until, you know, they make their decision. Now, <clears throat> they're going to... I say I've won all my, my chargebacks because I have. But they're going to give you a temporary credit. But then once they they side with me, they're going to go back into your account and take the money. Okay? And by that time, after 90 days, you know, once they side with me and take your money right on back and give it right on back to me, then I send your product out. You know what I'm saying? So, the thing about it is it sucks with with um, pre-orders. It's, let's say you pre-order this thing, and then a month after you, you place your pre-order, instead of calling and saying, hey, girl, I want to cancel this order, you just go ahead and do a chargeback. So now we got to wait 90 days before I can send out your product. So let's say you do the chargeback on Monday. Let's say the product comes in on Wednesday. I literally cannot send you, send your product out because it's literally fro- the whole transaction is frozen. I cannot do anything. I literally cannot send nothing out to you. We got to wait till those 90 days are over. So now while all the girls is, you know, enjoying, you know, brighter and tighter coochies and boochies, you on the other hand because you did a chargeback you're sitting there with a dusty, crusty, coochie, and boochie getting to, having to wait 90 days. So now you've waited a month, okay? Now you're waiting 90 days. So now you've waited a total of four months to get your product. Now you waited a total of four months to get your product. When all you had to do was literally email us and be like, hey, girl, can we just cancel my, my, you know, I got a bill to pay. Bitch, we don't even, you don't even got to get no excuse. I really don't care. We do not, we 100% do not care. I mean, not to be like insensitive. I'm not going to be like, well, girl, give me a good reason to cancel this. I really do not care. You could just be like, girl, I don't want it no more. Boom, done. Cancel. Here's your money. That's it. But when you do a chargeback and do all the foolery, the clown foolery, the clown comes to bite. <laughs> You know, and it's like, I don't really, like, part of the, part of any business you got to deal with stuff like that, it does not bother me. Like, it, I'm not like, it's not hurting my feelings. I don't be like, oh my God, wow, like, I can't believe somebody that I really do not care. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, out of a thousand something orders, maybe three or four of them are chargebacks. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really no, it's no water off my back, but I'm just trying to say that for y'all because people think it's going to work in their favor, but I promise you it's not. And I just want y'all to have a good experience. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you need to cancel your pre-order, just email us, okay? Now, you cannot cancel orders that are in stock, but for pre-orders, I do allow people to cancel it whenever, whenever. You know, right up until 
the day before. Let's say the, the product comes in, you know, the day before, like in a day. Like if you hit me up the day before, right before we're about to do orders, then you can cancel it. Like if we're doing orders right now and we're literally packaging packaging up your shit, we already printed out the the shipping label, girl. You can't cancel. You know, like at that point, it's like, girl. And honestly, I'm a nice guy. I actually, if I was doing, if I did see that email, which I more than likely ninety nine percent will not. But let's say I just, I literally see your email and you're like, hey, girl, I gotta cancel. I would like, you know, let me just void out the shipping label and just cancel it. I'm not trying to steal your money. But you know what's the one thing I didn't really understand? I never understood this, but now it makes sense. I realized that. So, okay. First off, I would say a good chunk of my customers really do enjoy the pre-order thing. I don't really, I'm not a pre-order girl. I don't. Like me as a businessman, I don't really care about it. I know some people, some businesses like to do pre-orders because it's like, oh, um, it gives us money to get the product made. Bitch, I already paid for the product. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm not like sweating for money. I'm not hurting for money. I'm not like, oh, I, I need to get, I need to raise money to get the product made. That's, that's not how it's working over here. It might work like that in other people's worlds and their businesses. It doesn't work like that with me. Full disclosure, it just don't. I literally genuinely like to have sales for products that are actually in-house. I don't really like to do sales that are being suspended, like sitting around, like floating sales, if that makes sense. I like things to be in-house. But I do know, based off of how people buy on my website, things go so quickly and get sold out so quickly. So a lot of my customers do want to secure their orders. And that is 100% understandable. So they've been, that's been like that for the two years I've been running this website. But what I didn't understand, it doesn't really, I don't get chargebacks like that anymore for pre-orders. I think because people know, like, I'm not stealing nobody's money. You get your shit. Like, it's not like no shady shit. But I realize is there are a lot of the girls online, especially like these influencer girls, scammer girls that be having these little rinky-dink businesses and they be stealing the girl's money like they probably have good intentions i'm sure of like oh we're gonna you know get your product out but like they be losing orders they be it's just being i've seen some wild shit going on and you know the business shut, shut down I, that's not like that with me thank god but like i'm not here to steal your money like, I'm not, like, creating a GoFundMe to steal your money and then, you know what I'm saying, and then run off into the sunset. Like, that's not how that works over here for me. So I understand, like, why people be a little nervous. Um, but I will say it's nice to know that, like, people are not nervous like that with me anymore. Like, after about two years of, like, buying, like, avidly buying on my website, people were like, bitch, if he say it's going to be here, it's going to be here. And it do. And it show up at your doorstep. Um, and then it's even much more lit now because now I'm really back to doing orders myself. So I know I can physically see, I, I literally physically am putting eyes on your order before it goes out. So anyways, long story short, pre-orders go up on Friday, March 3rd at midnight. Um, I do have a temporary price on there. 
I don't want to say it will be increased. I'm just waiting for the final um, accounting for this. You know, the thing is, you know, I had to go through four different formulas for this thing. So I had to pay for all four different testings and formulas and different engineers and science, um, chemists to work on this formula four times. Um, plus the bottling, the packaging, the design, the blah, 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 blah. So once I get the final accounting, I'll know how I'm supposed to price it. I think I priced it perfectly. I think it's a little lower than what it needs to be, just to be honest with you guys. So I do think that this pre-order will be a little lower than what the actual pricing will be once it's fully in stock. Because then I'll have the actual, and then the shipping fees. Like, I'll be able to really do the final accounting and really understand how much each unit ultimately comes out to. So, I think right now where it's priced, I think the highest it would probably go up more is like another six bucks. Which is kind of a lot. But honestly, the thing is, one of the ingredients that I use, the one that's really going to brighten up your coochie and your boochie is a really expensive ingredient, you know, and it's a medical grade. So that alone is like eating me up. But anyways, long story short, who cares? The pre-orders go up Friday at midnight, March 3rd. Um, if you want to secure your order, if you don't, bitch, that's fine. You can just wait till next week or next week, next month when they're finally in and just order it then. But I just know like some of you guys do really enjoy the pre-order stuff. So feel free to do that. Um, and don't do no chargeback, girl. I mean, you can do a chargeback if you want to. That's really up to you. You just gonna have to wait 90 days to get your product and get your money back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, if you really want to do a chargeback, it's completely fine. Um, What else? What else? What else? I think that is... Hey, let's move right along. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, there's nothing really I really want to talk about, but I was watching this video on TikTok and, or was it Twitter? One of them damn things. And, well, I'm sure it's on all flat platforms, bitch. But I guess Chris Brown was at a concert or doing a sh I don't really know, but he brought this lady on stage, right? And he, you know, the typical stuff that you do, you bring somebody on stage, put them in a seat, tell them to keep their hands to themselves, and you grind on them, give them a little lab dance, which I don't know how we're still doing this in 2023. I don't know how this is being allowed 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know how what what business manager, what lawyer is being like, yeah, this is exactly what a multimillionaire needs to do to a fan. Like, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure nobody really complains. But I think if I was looking out for the best interest of my client, who is worth multi-million dollars, and he's... I just wouldn't i would be like you know what let's rethink this part of the show like i feel like this could eventually it's not a liability now but i feel like it could be a liability later on and we just just eliminate the whole section of the show thank me later you know so needless to say you know he brought this girl on stage she's sitting sitting in a little fold-up chair um she had a little one one piece on like a little like jumpsuit one piece thing which i don't want to get into this there's already three tangents going on in my mind right now but let's just quickly address this little one piece you know like those little spandex like you know i don't know if you remember flojo um the track star mind you i met flojo at south coast plaza when i was a kid and she was so in love with me and she basically tried to steal me away from my mom shout out to her she's dead but um and i had her barbie too shout out to flojo if y'all know who flojo is shout out to flojo anyways so she basically was wearing like stuff like that like a whole bodysuit like but it was i don't know what they're called they're like little bodysuits but like jumper i don't know bitch i just feel like none of those things look flattering on anybody's body and I'm not just trying to body shame. I'm not, you know, and I'm sure. But I just feel like none of those things look great unless you're like an athlete like Flojo or somebody who is just can wear those. Like those fabrics are not forgiving. And wearing those indoors is one thing. But like wearing leggings and things like jersey knit leggings thin fabrics like that all in your booty hole between your thighs armpit like it's just it just seems like where you don't want to wear no real clothes but you know what's crazy is that is the real clothes now that's really what people be walking around in just leggings like i mean i'm not a woman so i don't know what it's like but I just can't imagine just being like, I'm going to go, like, just, I'm just going to go to the concert in these leggings. Like, I just, I just feel I'm not hip enough to understand it. I just feel like, why are we wearing leggings to a concert? Granted, you can wear whatever you want to a concert. It's not like, because I'm also someone who's like, why are you also dressing up this extravagant for a concert? Just to sit in the dark. And, like, the person who's on stage is the one people are paying attention to. Nobody's paying attention to you, Miss Mamas. So, on one hand, it's like, okay, I guess be comfortable. But I just feel like there are certain articles of clothing that just do not need to leave the house. Pajamas. Like, certain tank tops. Leggings. Slippers. Bonnets hair wraps a lot of things just don't need to leave the house you know and i know that's very controversial and i know the girls are like oh girl like i really don't care i just feel like a lot of things that's how i was raised we was not allowed to just look crazy bitch i was we could barely even wear 
You couldn't wear a do-rag, a bonnet, pajamas, what else? Robes, um, or anything else downstairs. Like, that was something you had, like, you wore in your bedroom, or, like, when you're about to go to bed. Like, you could never wear that to the, the dinner table, you know? If you were going to eat breakfast, unless, like, it was, like, during the weekday, all right, cool, because we got to get up and get ready to go to school and go to work, fine. But wearing that on the weekends at breakfast, absolutely not. No. Like, no, literally, like, that's how I was raised. Like, my aunts and uncles would be like, no, you go into the bathroom. If you're not going to shower immediately, then you need to brush your teeth, wash your face, put on some decent clothes. Actually, you could, they did allow, like, robes, but not, like, the. it was, like, two different type of robes. Like, you had, like, a robe that was, like, yo, dingy, or, like, not dingy, that's not the right word, but, like, you had, like, your robe that you wore if you got out the shower, like, that type of robe, and then you had, like, a robe if you needed to go downstairs into, like, common areas amongst family and stuff like that. Granted, I'm sure nobody really cares, but that's just how I was raised. So, like, I just, you're not allowed to wear certain articles of clothing outside of the house, especially outside of the house. Barely some of them, them things could even run inside the house, let alone outside the house. So for me, seeing people in like leggings and bonnets and slippers and pajamas and just like, like sleepwear, <laughs> like sleepwear outside, it's just really wild for me. It's, it's something I really cannot wrap my head around. Seeing people, like, even with their hair curled up or, like, with rollers in outside of the house. It's just, that's, I don't know. Anyways, bitch, enough of that. So, he brings his girl on stage. And he's dancing around and singing. And then she's on her phone for a little bit. I don't know what she's doing on her phone. I don't know if she's taking a selfie. It doesn't look like she's videotaping him. It looks like she's just more, like taking a selfie of herself and mind you nobody's behind her in a lot in a lot of this footage that she i think she's doing so i'm like what is she doing on this damn phone anyways so you could tell chris brown was getting annoyed so he took the phone the first time and just laid it on her lap and and then he keeps dancing and doing his thing and then eventually she's back on the phone and she gets back on the phone and he takes the phone and he chucks it and throws it out into the audience and I know Bad Bunny did something like this recently. And it's just like, um, all the comments were like, good for him. Y'all need to live in the moment. Y'all need to, um, lit base. That's literally what everyone was saying. It's like, why would you be on your phone if Chris Brown's right in front of you? Why are you doing all this shit for clout? And it's like, bitch, why did you throw my phone? You know what I'm saying? Because, if you bring somebody, here's the thing. This is why I would be so against bringing anybody on stage. If you bring somebody on stage, you have ultimately changed, you have added a variable on stage that you cannot control. So you have changed the full dynamic of that segment. Now, before she comes on stage, Everything's in control. You know your dancers. You know your musicians. You know every, everything's controllable. Everything can be rehearsed. And this is how it's been rehearsed. This is how it's going to be controlled. 
you could wrap your head around it. There are no changing variables. Once you add somebody who's not been in the mix, a random person who has not been vetted from the from the crowd, who's probably been drinking, who's probably a fan, you don't really know. Once you add that on stage, you have cha- you added a variable that is going to now change and 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 um compromise the dynamic of what is happening on stage. Now, you cannot change the fact that she's going to be on her phone. You don't you can't change the fact that she's going to do anything. You cannot control this woman. So, it would behoove you, Chris Brown, Bad Bunny, whoever, if somebody's on their phone, just ignore it. Do your little fu- fucking bump and grind, your little fucking two-step bitch, your little crip walk, and and then and then after the little 30-second, you know, two-minute segment is done, usher her away, give her a t-shirt, tell thank you, and then move on. Why are you so burnt crispy off of her being on her phone? Everybody's on their goddamn phone, bitch. That's just how we are nowadays. Like, everybody's on their phone. That's not... You're not going to be able to change that. But throwing her shit into the crowd... You know what I'm saying? Like, that is going to be a liability, and you set yourself up. You know what I'm saying? Like... Part of being, part of maturing is is learning to pick and choose your own battles. And bitch, literally, I've been de- dealing with that for months. A part of me is like, bitch, because I'm so on go a lot of the times. A lot of me now just like, you know what? Is it worth it? No, let it go. Let it go. So it's just kind of like. Everybody in the comments was like, oh, yeah, you know, um, why would she do that? Why would she do that? Why are we missing the fact that he literally snatched her phone out of her hand and chucked it into the audience? First off, we don't know where that where the the phone is Two, what if that phone hits somebody else in the audience dead up in their head? They noggin. Now we got two people who could come after you and it could be a liability just being stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, grow up. You know, like, first off, that segment should, that's why we need to stop inviting people on stage. Just stop doing it. Please stop doing it. Don't do it. Just do the show how it is. Leave people alone, you know, but then don't be snatching people's phones. Honestly. And I'm really trying to work on being a better person, but bitch, you would have snatched my phone out of my hand and we would have fought. That's all there is to it. That was on. That's the only option available. That is the only option available. There's no other option we could. That is the that is the actual trigger, the flow. <laughs> that is that is that is what happens. We would be we would have to fight. I mean, I would get my phone afterwards. Definitely, I would definitely get my phone. But we would have to fight. We would, we would be fighting. We would be tussling. I would have, we would have, I would have snatched up that little fold-up chair and bashed it across your head. We would have been going at it, bitch. We would have been going at it. Okay, I would have taken that little mic and jabbed you in your eye, bitch. We would have been going at it. And then look at us, both. A mess, bloody, and in jail. So now what? Why? What? Why even do it? That is so stupid to me. And it's like, I think ultimately it's like the comments about it was like, girl, th- why are y'all blaming her? You know what I'm saying? Like, that is literally what people are doing at concerts. I don't know what world <coughs> y'all are living in where y'all think people are not on their phones in the concerts. 
you know, Beyonce was famous for like telling somebody to get off her, get off the phone and live in the moment. That was like, what was that? 2009, maybe it's 2023. People are on, on their phones now. That is just what that, that is it. It's not going to change. So I thought that was really goofy. Um, Shaka Khan is upset that Rolling Stone placed her after Adele and I can't, I don't remember the other young ladies. I think maybe Ariana Grande as one of the best voices of all time. Do y'all remember when uh, um, Rolling Stone recently came out with that article, which was just crap, about the greatest vocalists of all time or some shit like that? And they left out Celine. That's honestly, I don't even really want to talk about it because there's no point in me even defending Shaka Khan because I do believe Shaka Khan is a vocal beast and she be eating the girls up, period, at her age right now, period. And honestly, I feel like Shaka Khan should have been a little bit higher, but it really doesn't matter. Like these lists are literally fake. They're not even real. They're just doing these things to get a reaction out of somebody. And honestly, it was proven to be bullshit anyways once they left out Celine, the vocal beast Dion, out of the list. Like, <laughs> the fact that they left out Celine Dion is that should let you know that this is not a real list. This is not a... No one took the time to be like, who are actually the best vocalists of all time? And you left out Celine Dion and put Taylor Swift in there? That's already a joke in itself. But the funny thing is, there was... And I'm gonna move on off of this topic because I really don't want to talk about it anymore because I just forgot that they did leave out Celine Dion. And I'm just like, girl, this is so stupid. But... A group of, and when I say a group, how much is, hold on, let me ask the Google. How much is a group? How many people are in a group? Um, how many people does it take to make a group? Five, ten, actually it is three. Okay. So three people came and started protesting outside of the offices of Rolling Stone in New York City on behalf of Celine Dion. And I know the girls really ate them up online. They were like, oh, you guys are losers. You traveled all the way from Canada to protest this. Like, Celine Dion's not paying your bills. And da 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 Bitch, honestly, if they would have texted me, because I was living in New York at the time, if I was on that little group chat and they said, bitch, we're going to be up down on, on 54th Street or wherever the fuck Rolling Stone's offices were are, in New York City to, to pro protest them leaving Celine Dion off the list. If they would have hit me up, I would have been there. Rain or shine. I would have been up there. I know that sounds crazy. They should have added me to the, to the group text because I would have been up in there protesting as well. Yup. Blasting Celine's music in the streets. I would have been up there because that's honestly an injustice. You know what I'm saying? Like, Celine is over here battling and struggling for her motherfucking life right now, trying to stay alive and stop stiffing up. I might need to move on. <sighs> I 
I, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't do this. I really, <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> this is not right. I should not have, I, that's actually not funny. I think I was just, you know what? I should just move on. This is not okay, Solomon. Moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. Honestly, I feel like I can't take shit seriously sometimes. Like, I need to get to a point... This is where I still need to mature because I need to get to a point in my life where I can't. I need to not find certain things funny because some things are very serious and I just be like, bitch, this is not funny. I say all that. Actually, you know what? I should just really move on. Let me just stop. Anyways, if you want to write into the show, send in your questions to ask at the Solomon Ray podcast.com and I will read them. This is the portion of the show where I take some of your emails and reply to them. Um, as listener letters. Oh, shit. Bitch, how I've been up for less than like two hours and I'm already ready to go back to bed. Okay. So this week we have... Actually, there's no name on this. All right, cool. Um, We have a letter from somebody. Yeah, they don't put their name on here. Okay, and it's all in one. No paragraphs, no nothing. Okay, let me look, zoom in because I can't read this shit. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. I am a super listener of this podcast. I noticed you have not been posting at exactly midnight on Thursdays anymore, and it's making me spiral. That's just how much I love the show. It's what I listen to on my drive home from work. Anyways, question. I met this man while at the gym. He is one of the trainers there and super fine. Very shy, but incredibly fine. He was the one who approached me a few months ago. We started talking. I can't read. We started talking, followed each other on IG, and even exchanged numbers. He said he was going to Mexico alone, and next thing you know, the two of us were going to Mexico together. Now, here is where everything went wrong, and I know you're going to say what went wrong was me going out of the country with him. But listen, okay, so we never had sex. We went to dinner all the time, relaxed on the beach shopping, had drinks, had a really good time. Probably the best time I've ever had with the guy, but no sex. He didn't even kiss me or hold my hand. He says he has a he has had girlfriends. He's also 37. I know you say any man that is over 35 with a with a baby is gay. You probably meant like without a baby is gay. But girl, is he gay? I'm rewinding everything in my mind and he hasn't really flirted with me i mean he has complimented me on my body multiple times but i don't know i feel i wasted my time doing the mexico i feel like i wasted my time oh going to mexico with him also he always replies to me he is always eager to hang out and to do things but like no sex girl what is going on um okay damn i wish i knew your name um there's literally, like, no name on this. Like, even the email just does not have no name. Girl, you really wanted this to be anonymous, bitch. <laughs> I know this is from your burner account. <laughs> I know this is from your burner account. Um, Okay, let me review this. <clears throat> you said... Um, okay. So you met him at the gym. Okay, and he's a trainer. That's really suspect. Honestly, if you're a trainer at the gym, you're a hoe. Like, those are where the hoes be. Like... There are certain whole jobs 
And one of them is being a trainer at a gym. That's a whole job. Um, barbers are whole jobs. Um, I Plumbers used to be whole jobs, but they're not really no more. That's not really the whole job no more. Um, definitely train. There's a, there's, a, oh, um, working at Foot Locker is a whole job. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Working at Foot Locker is a whole job. Um, working at T-Mobile, any sort of like cellular phone place, that's a whole job. Barbers are whole jobs. Trainers are whole jobs. Um, anything you work, if you work at the gym in general, is a whole job. Even if you work at like GNC, that's a whole job. Um, there's a whole set of whole jobs. I had them written down one time in my life. <laughs> Don't ask me why I have this written down. But anyways, if he's a drainer, that's a whole job. Um, he said he's incredibly fine. Of course, he was the one who, who, he was the one who approached me a few. Okay. So this is, okay. So I'm starting to make sense of this. Um, first off, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with going to Mexico with someone that you've known. I mean, if you've known him for a few months, I don't think there's nothing really wrong with it. I'm also a guy thinking about this. I know being a woman is completely different. So, like, you have to think a little bit differently. Um, So, I mean, I wouldn't... It wouldn't bother me because I'm also very accustomed to being in Mexico. I'm accustomed to traveling. Um, I can fight. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I'm not really pressed off of being afraid of traveling with nobody i got my own money i could if something goes wrong i could dip out i could be out of here you know like i don't gotta split nothing with nobody so i think actually now that i'm thinking about it um i mean i don't know how well you know this person but i mean i i, I don't know i still don't think there's nothing wrong with doing something like that especially if you can't kind of and see, you didn't really give me the detail, detail, details, because sometimes there could be small little details to where he put, probably could have given some sort of inclination that, like, this was, like, a romantic trip or, you know, something like that. And you probably maybe believed it. Um, You said he is 37. He didn't want to have sex with you. Um, Y'all was in Mexico. Y'all was drinking. Y'all was smoking. Well, you didn't say that. Y'all was drinking. Y'all was shopping. Y'all was on the beach. I was going to dinner all the time, which, okay, I'm not trying to be a devil. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. I'm not trying to, like, eat you up, girl. But it's also kind of like, you're going to go to dinner with some. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's If I go to dinner, I mean, if I go to Mexico with, like, three of my friends, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go to dinner together. You know what I'm saying? Like, or even if, let's say I go to Mexico with my mom, we're going to go to dinner every night. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think... Ooh, we went to dinner like it means anything because when you're not at home and you're on vacation or whatever traveling that's just what you do you know um granted some people don't always eat at nice restaurants all the time when they're on vacation which is fine but more than likely that's just kind of that is the norm um i personally would not read into it like it was more than what it is Y'all was just at dinner, bitch. Um, also, were y'all relaxing on the beach together? Yeah, that's just kind of like what you're supposed to... I don't know what part of Mexico you're in, but that's kind of what you do. Drinking is what you're supposed to do. Shopping, that's what you're supposed to do. So even though you did all these things, I personally would not read into them as some sort of romantic inclination that like this man is in like interested like that. I also think it's really weird that he 
would want to do these things with you and not have sex. I mean, honestly, I just feel like that is, that's the only weird part to me about all of this. It's not about like, oh, did he, you know, like it's really the fact that like he didn't want to hold your hand or, hold on, let me reread re- this. He didn't even kiss me or hold my hand. Yeah, like that's kind of weird. Girl, he gay. That's it, he gay. That's it, girl, he gay. Girl, he gay. Um, plus he's 37 and he's fine and he's a trainer. And girl, he gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gay. Cause they, like, cause I would be like, oh, maybe he just has low testosterone. Like, maybe he just is not in the mood. You know, he is 37. You know, sometimes when you get over a certain age in your 30s, especially going into your 40s, your sex drive goes down. But if that's not the case if you're working out. Your testosterone is always going to be boosted and tooted, bitch. Like, naturally even. Like, you, you will always have, like, those levels up regardless. So, if he's, if that's happening and he did not make a move on you, girl, he gay. That's it. He gay and he don't really know how to deal with it. Um, He probably don't really know, like, how to navigate these things. He probably think it's still, like, okay just, like, still fuck around and talk with girls or whatever and maybe lead them on. or Like, maybe he has, like, a hard way of kind of conveying what he really, really wants. But, girl, he gay. I don't know what else to tell you, girl. He gay. Leave him, bitch. I wouldn't even fuck with him no more, bitch. Oh, my head is itching, bitch. Ooh, hold on. Ooh. Um, yeah, girl, he gay. That's it. He gay. Um, hold on, my head is really itching, bitch. Ooh. I get these bursts of like when, like out of fucking nowhere, out of fucking. I feel like all the the nerve endings just get activated at once for like 30 seconds. And then my head, my, like my scalp feels like it's almost like on fire, almost like not fire. That's dramatic, bitch. but it just feels like it's just, everything is tingling and it goes away. Um, yeah, he gay. Um, and I know this is a controversial thing. I know the girls do not like it. When I say any man over 35, if he don't got no baby, he gay, but I just feel like that's just true, especially if you're Latin, especially if you're black. That's on those. Those are the only people I have experience with, bitch. I don't know what the white men are doing. I don't really know what the Asian men are doing. You know what I'm saying? I really not to be shady. I feel like an Asian. Actually, this is gonna come off shady, but it's really. I swear to God, it's not. And I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Hold on, wait. I feel like Asian men could be in like in their. They could be 35, 36 and not have no baby and not be gay, if that makes sense. Because I just feel like they just be more focused on shit. You know what I'm saying? They ain't doing nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually, no shade. A lot of these Asians, especially these the the Asians in the Bay Area and some of these Asians in metropolitan cities, they actually do be doing some nigga shit. And they need to cut it out. <laughs> they need to cut it out. <laughs> like... If you are an Asian and you doing some nigga shit, you need to cut it out, please. Um, but there is something to say about like black men, especially Latino men. Like, if you don't, if you are thirty five, you ain't got no baby, bitch. You gay, like, or something's going on. Something's really like you may not be gay, 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 but like there's something, something's not, something's not clicking. It's an alarming thing, and I would have to, if I were a woman and I was dating a man who was either black. Are Hispanic 
and he was 36 years old and he ain't had no baby or, you know, at least had a, a woman who's done a few abortions or somebody, if she, if he's never impregnated anybody at that age and he's fine, I would really put everything on ice. I'd be like, you know what? I got to figure this out. And I know the girls be like, oh, I find I found me a man with no with no baby. I found a gold, a jack, a jackpot, um, a fucking unicorn bitch. He's, you know, the bitch. I don't know. That don't seem right to me. I, I would just be very alarmed. And this is coming from a gay man. And bitch, I literally just had this conversation with my sister. We were on. The, she called me. Fuck, I got to re- reply back to her. Um, And we was just, you know, chopping it up. I was and I was like, girl. These men out here are gay. Girl, these men out here are gay. If they may not be okay, so they may not be gay, 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 but there's de- they're definitely on a spectrum. And I have, and I'm not going to tell you guys what I think is causing this because I don't need, I really don't need my head to roast and roll for this, bitch. But I have a theory, and everybody I've told this theory to, they're like, bitch, that's really the reason why. I said, I know. I know you just, we, this is not the climate to talk about it right now because the girls are very sensitive and the girls are very like not wanting to mention these things because then you're, what is it? A phobic, a phobic something. And it's like, there's, they ain't got nothing to do with it. It's just a cold hard fact. The girls are turning them out and the girls are ex- getting them to explore a whole new world. That's all there is to it. So I'm just saying like that right now, Things are on a spectrum. And you know what's really my experience with, you know, I shouldn't say this because then, okay, I'm not going to say that because <laughs> I'm not trying to throw my friends under the bus. Um, but I will say there's a lot of, like, I don't know. When somebody say they straight, it, I be like, bitch, you really got to prove it. You really got to prove it, bitch. And I, and even after you prove it, I still don't believe you. I still don't believe you because I kid you not. I don't want to talk about this, but I I feel like, I don't know what it is. I will say this. I will say that. You know what I'll say? I'll say this. I will say this. I don't know what it is about me. And honestly, my best friend, my best friend's worse. My best friend, it happens to him more than it happens to me. And him and I have had this discussion a million and one times. We were like, there's something about us that, like, these men will just be like, like a floodgate. They just want to let you know everything. They just want to let you know, like, all the shit that they've done. And you're just, like, sitting there like, bitch, I did not ask you for this. I did not want to know this. I don't really care about none of these things. Why are you telling me all this gay shit, bitch? I, why are you telling me? I am not the game messiah, bitch. Like, why are you telling me these things? And wh- why aren't you? And then also, what's even more shocking, why aren't you afraid that, like, I'm going to tell somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Which I wouldn't because I just don't feel like that's the right thing to do. But, girl, I wish I had your name, bitch. But these niggas is gay. That's all I'm, I'd like. I mean, I'm sure not everybody is, but there's a good portion of the straight man now that are not it ain't giving what it used to give or may, i don't know what it is bitch because i something is in the water something is going on something is going on and the and they are getting much more comfortable exploring themselves which is perfectly fine that is 100 we love that but bitch these men is gay 
And honestly, I just need my girls to know, women out there, like, just... I don't want to even say be careful because that's really deep-rooted in homophobia. You know what I'm saying? Because there is men that can be bisexual. There are men who honestly... Like, I was reading this book called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And in it, she she's basically like a movie star from the 50s. And her whole life, she, it's basically kind of like as if she were Elizabeth Taylor, really. Because she's married to seven different men throughout her whole movie star career. But she was only in love with one person the whole time. And it was um, this female actress. And that was the love of her life. And, it, you know, I like the way they wrote the, the book because it also lets you know, like, yes, you can be married with someone. Yes, you can have sex with someone, blah, 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 blah. But you can also still love is completely different. You know what I'm saying? It could be a something different. And just because, let's say you are married to seven men and you were in love with one woman, that, in my opinion, that doesn't make you gay. It just makes you like, you're on a spectrum. Like you're not confined to like this one thing. So what I'm trying to say is, yes, I did say these niggas is gay because they are, but um, there's some of them who are like, I believe them to just be still heterosexual, like mostly heterosexual men, but they just sometimes just be doing some gay shit. So girl, I don't know. I don't know, child. I feel like you got to ask these Gen Z's girls. I'm 36. I'm a millennial bitch. A lot of this is brand new to me, too, so. But 37 and ain't tried to fuck while y'all was in Mexico, bitch. He gay. Like, or something's up, bitch. Something is up. He probably got a pussy. I don't know what's going on. So, he something has to go on. Like, I don't know. Bitch, he might have a pussy. Girl, I'm, you know what? Things are, it. things are, we are in a different world, bitch. And... All I've known is whatever you see for face value, please don't take it always. If somebody is like super, like I've, 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 I've known men that are like this super straight, macho, masculine, super tatted up, blah, 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 man. And be busting it open on the weekends. Busting it open. Nah. Busting it open. Like wholehearted, like wanting to wear wigs and busting it open so whatever you're seeing on like and i don't know maybe the straight girls are not privy to this the way us homosexuals are but it's just i feel like i'm so used to this weird shit like not weird shit but like i'm so used to like realizing people are not who they really are on the outside like who they present themselves to be that not being shocking to me to where like i just be forgetting to like even talk about these things until, like, a, a, a question like this pops up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, girl. By the way, these men be busting it open. I literally, like... <laughs> so, um... Anyways, he replies to me. And he's always eager to hang out. Honestly, he might just be gay, girl. And just might want to just be, you know, have a friend. Or, like, to do things with. Not to be shady. And I know this is gonna come out shady. But it's like, a lot of these girls who spend a lot of time in the gym and stuff like that... A lot of them really do be lonely girls. They are lonely girls, you know? And they ain't got no friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to eat it. I'm not trying to send it off like that. But, like, 
a lot of them are ugly ducklings, you know? Like, I'm hold on. I'm this is gonna sound shady, but it's really not being shady. It's just a fact. A lot of them didn't have friends growing up. A lot of so you know what I'm saying? So they basically developed their whole personality in one sector in their life, and that is just kind of working out, which is fine. Nothing wrong with it. Um, but they haven't developed anything else. They don't have good social skills sometimes, which is also probably, he might also just be a little side again, but he might also just be like socially awkward. Like he may not know how to approach a woman or like, you know, engage in anything because that's honestly, it's not to be shady, but a lot of these men who, if that is their only thing that they do all day long and is just thinking about working out, um, they're a little, like, they're kind, like, okay, how can I put this without being super mean? Like, if they're extreme with it, and that's all they do, they're on, like, I don't want to say that they're losers, because that's a mean thing to say, but they're on this area of, like, they're very loser-ish. You know, like, they don't go out, they don't drink, they don't smoke, they don't fuck, they don't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they be like, oh, I'm just gonna just, I'm just trying to just, no, girl, you're a loser, like, you're boring, you know? You can't hold a conversation, and, or either he he just also be lonely, so that's probably the reason why he's just, like, eager to text you back, and he probably just wants some friends, girl. And honestly, if you had a good time with him and you was able to be drinking and being on on the beach and having a good time at dinner. And I, I mean, you didn't mention anything about good conversation, girl, because that I mean, the conversation sound like it might have been dry, bitch. But I mean, if you had a good time with him like there, I mean, y'all, y'all could just be platonic friends. There's really nothing wrong with that. Honestly. I could use more, honestly, I really could use maybe not more platonic friends, but I have enough, but I really do like just doing all that type of shit. And then that, that be that. So, I mean, if you had a really good time with him, I wouldn't really think too much of it. Um, I probably wouldn't press anything beyond, you know, platonic. It doesn't seem romantic at all. Um, and honestly, girl, rereading this, not to even shade you, but like it didn't like you didn't give me any inclination that he was showing you some sort of romantic interest. Like I'm trying to reread this and it didn't you didn't mention anything like that. Um, and I, I also want to know who invited who on the onto the trip. You know, because if he said he was going to Mexico alone. And you were like, oh, girl, I'll go with you. I'm like, girl, well, he might have been going over there to go see some niggas, bitch. I don't know. Um. Anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. I give the worst advice. Um. How do you give? And then I have the nerve to be like, please write into the show. <laughs> so I can give you even more bad advice. But honestly, I wouldn't really think too much of it. Um. He's 37. He probably just wants some friends, bitch. And honestly, I'd rather have that than a complicated relationship. Because honestly, even if y'all were to eventually explore this, 
there's already too many red flags for me. And I already know they're going to just cause an issue later on. So just enjoy the good friendship. You know what I'm saying? Work out with him. Try to get some free training sessions with out of him or something. And move on and just be happy. That's about it. And moving right along. All right, so this week, who I got beef with? Honestly, real quick, I got beef with Disneyland because my friend was like, let's go to Disneyland. And I was like, all right, cool. I wouldn't mind doing it. Last time we went to Disneyland, I literally went on one ride and one ride only and left. Um, I went on the teacups too. I'm not really like a ride type person. Like, I don't mind the rides, but I just feel like I just want to go eat the foods and... Look at the cute little things and the cute little moments. And that's really it. I don't really need like the rock'em sock'em, you know, jet engine roller coasters and all that shit. I just don't really care about none of that stuff. I don't mind doing it, but it's just not like why I'm going, if that makes sense. So boom. So he was like, let's go to Disneyland. I was like, all right, so boom. So we are going tomorrow. Bitch, why was it $300? Actually, it really wasn't. It was like 270 or something like that. The ticket alone was 208. Then in order to go to the other park to get a park hopper or whatever, it was like an extra like 68, 7. I don't know. It was more money. Then in order to get the fast pass, it was $25. Then the parking is $35. So once I added everything up, it was like damn near $300 on top of the $45 food and eat pass thing for this whatever thing that they're doing tomorrow. So it's going to be $350. Plus, I'm sure I'll buy something. So it's going to be another $50. That's $400. That's crazy. Honestly, like, honestly, okay. And I get it. I'm part of the problem because I accepted it. And I because my whole thing is you can charge whatever the market will allow. A business will charge whatever the market will allow. If if the market says, bitch, you want these eggs and a dozen eggs is going to be $40. If bitches are buying the eggs at $40, then guess how much the eggs are going to be starting to cost? $40. You know, so it's like. I'm part of the problem because I accepted that little 300 something dollars. Like, this is some bullshit. So, plus I'm also guilty because I just feel like I feel bad if I cancel all my friends or like somebody be like, oh, you know what? I said I'm going to do... I'm somebody... If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. That's one thing about me. If I say I'm going to do it, I stick to my word. It, it, it doesn't matter whatever it is in life. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. If I say I'm going to be there on Friday, I'll be there. Bitch, you can hit, you can hit me up today when is it it's it's march and you can say bitch i need you to help me on november 23rd 2025 and i need you to help me pack up my apartment i'll be like bitch i'll be there i literally and i will be there i will not like i will not cancel on you like that's just who i am if i say i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do it but bitch i was looking at that i said three hundred dollars this is crazy this is some bullshit 
And the way my relationship is with money now is I don't want to spend money on nothing that don't make no damn sense. If it ain't going to my business, if it ain't going to me, if it ain't going to um, my new home, if it's not going to furniture, if it's not going to a legal bill, if it ain't, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to spend now. I don't even give a fuck if it's $10. I'm not spending it. I literally went to the store to go get some ice today. Because I'm very particular about ice. I went to go get some ice. I make my own cold brew at home. And I was like, you know what? I'm already here right next to Starbucks. Let me just get a coffee real quick. No. Wait till you get home and then drink your coffee. I'm not I'm not wasting $3.95. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not doing stuff like that anymore. So it really made me think, like, do I really want to spend this $300 to go to this shit? And needless to say, I did it anyways. But... It's just so ridiculous. And it sucks because it's like you're really weeding out people who can't afford that. Like, bitch, I can't afford, I can't give, I cannot give $300 to go to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not in the cards for me right now. Like, I have a lot of responsibilities I have to take care of. There's a lot of things on my plate right now, you know, this year. I can't just haphazardly chuck out $300 and just charge it to the game. I just can't. That's just not how I am right now. And it made me think like, bitch, nobody's really able in this economy to just give out $300. Like they didn't lost their damn mind. Like unless you are like a Disney aficionado, like you are really, you really do fuck with Disney. Like you're like, bitch, Mickey is my nigga. Like we go back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like Minnie is my bitch then okay, cool. Like if that's something you are, that is part of your budget and that is part of how you alloc you allocate your, your funds to have a good time, whatever, fine. But I feel the average American, especially the average Californian, we don't have like $307. And plus that's just $307 just to get into the damn bitch. Not including the fucking food, you know, if you want to eat and stuff. That's already $40. And honestly, I don't even know if it's $40 because this bitch, it might be $60. Because I know they'll probably give you a drink and talking about spell like, it's going to be $12. You ever like, bitch, $12 for corn syrup and carbonated water? Get out of here. So I just feel like it's so gross that they're doing this. And <clears throat> honestly, I'm going to I'm gonna charge it to the game. I'm going to have fun. The only thing that really allowed me to really lean into going was the fact that I'll be able to film food content. <laughs> and honestly, whenever I film, film food content, my engagement goes up in the millions. <clears throat> so I'm like, you know what? That's a little $300 investment. I'll make X amount of money out of it in, in the long run. Like, this is how much... So I kind of, like, justified it, which, honestly, it is great for me. But... For the most part, I ain't going back. Don't ask me to go back to Disneyland. I don't want to do none of that stuff. I do, Don't ask me to waste my money in that, at that park. Because every time I go there, I feel like it's a more and more and more and more and more money. I feel like it was just $100. It was like we was tripping. It was like $120 a go or something like that. And you're like, damn, that, that is even expensive. $300 to go to Disneyland? You're bugging. I'm not doing it. This is the, the first and last time. 
So honestly, them bitches need to cut me a fucking check. If they want, honestly, if they want me to do this little food festival shit, they need to be cutting me a motherfucking check to um, come up in these parks and do content for them. Because, bitch, I'm not paying. You're not getting Solomon's money again. You're not getting one red cent from me again. Never. Mm-mm. And honestly, um, we over here thinking about maybe for um, my godson's upcoming birthday, like when he's like around a little older, like, oh, we could just take him to Disneyland. I say, well, y'all going to take him along. I ain't going with y'all. Y'all FaceTime me when you get there. And him and I can ride a ride together, bitch, via FaceTime. I'm not going. I'll be on the teacups with him. Put the, put just prop that phone up on the FaceTime, and him and I will be on them little teacups. I'm not gonna be there with spending no three hundred dollars. Uh uh, nope. I can have my own child, okay, and I'm still not taking his ass or her ass to no damn Disneyland. Uh uh, we ain't got no Disneyland money, bitch. <laughs> For real. I'm not joking. $300? And you know by the time I have a child, it's going to be $1,000 to get to Disneyland. That's crazy. That is really fucking crazy, Disney. Like, you're really bugging. And the thing is, it's not even that lit. Like, it's not even that girl. Like, when I was in um, Japan, even Disneyland Japan was cute. But all the things I've done in Japan, like Sanrio, all those things wasn't even remotely... three. You know how much it was to go to Disneyland in Japan? I think it was like 60 or 70 bucks. That's how cheap it was. And it was lit, 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 lit. And not even packed. I was able to do all sorts of shit. Had a blast, bitch. Disneyland Paris. Disneyland Paris is not that lit. But, I mean, it was like a fraction of the price, too. But Disneyland Anaheim, California. Get out of here. $300, bitch. You better be, they better be, they better be lucky. They got my little $300. It's, and the only reason why is because I'm doing food content. Because my engagement, I have not been cooking for more than two months. My engagement is at an all-time low. And I need to get my engagement up, bitch. So, be happy. Um, With that being said, do I have any beef with anybody else? I think that's really about it. Um, Honestly, no. I take that back. There's one small little beef. Me and my sister were talking about these stylists on the um the internet and stuff, talking about some know your worth and da da da. First off, I need stylists to know their worth. Okay. First off, you're not gonna charge a thousand dollars to color your hair for a cut and color. You're not you're not doing celebrity clients. You're in Florida. You're in Jacksonville, Florida, bitch. You should not be charging $1,000, first and foremost. Second, you're not in a metropolitan... You're not in New York City. You have not been in Cosmo, Marie Claire, Elle, Vogue. You have not had any sort of editorial press. Why are you charging $1,000? And then talking about some... What a product was $200. That's where you got it fucked up in the beginning. That's where you already got it fucked up. Because all the celebrity colorists I know don't use them little $200 products. They go on down to the Sally Beauty Supply and get color charm toners, okay? They get Clairol toners and all the, the products over there that, that, that they sell at the beauty warehouse. That is what is in them high-end salons in New York City. They are not using all that other weird shit 
nobody's you because that makes it that makes no sense because their overhead will be crazy overhead to work in new york city is already high you think they're going to be killing their overhead using 200 dollars worth of products off on one client get out of here you lost i'm not giving you a thousand dollars for a cut and color kiss my motherfucking ass and also the girls is over here talking about all these extra charges, fucking um, barbers are now like damn near $70 a week. I'm not giving you $70 a week to cut my hair, babe. It's not. I will literally just grow my hair out. I will. I'm really, we got to really revolt. We have to really revolt and stop letting these people get away with it. And I'm sure there's probably some stylists out there listening and they were like, no, don't. I get it. You're. Tr- it's a hustle. I get it. But it's like, girl. $70 to cut my damn hair to do a low fade $70 and plus I'm I'm supposed to tip you. So basically I'm it's basically $100. So I'm just going to give you $100 each week. I just, I just every 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 Thursday Friday I just got to give you $100. I got a budget $400 out of on t- I just gave Disney 300 so I'm supposed to just budget an extra $400 to keep my hair cut. No thanks. I'll learn how to just do my my sides of my hair my own, myself. I'm okay. Thank you so much. Moving right along. I don't really care. Kiss my ass. We have to revolt, you guys. We have to put our foot down. We have to be in the comments, honestly. And that's what I've been doing. I don't know if y'all have seen some of the crazy shit I've been saying on TikTok and stuff in, in the comments section. People be like, damn, Solomon, you really be in these comments. I, I be eating everybody up. Like, don't post no video talking about, I went to this stylist and I can't believe she charged me this. And she told me in order to get my hair braided, I needed to come already parted and da-da-da. say her name, tag her, say her name and tag her. So we know not to go to her. And so we know that we need to put her on blast so she knows how to correct her behavior. Say her name and tag her in it. I went to this barber and he now charging $70 and and I got to make an appointment and this and that and that and put a deposit down. Say his name and tag him into it. Tag him into the post. Did you tag him into the post? Okay, so delete this. Delete this video. Thanks. Well, I, I don't really care. Delete the video. Did you, did you, did you tag the barber in this post? Did you say his name in the post? Is he any? Can, is there anything we can identify him with in this post? Okay, you didn't. All right, so delete the video. Delete it now. Actually, you're not gonna delete it. I'm gonna report it. Report hate speech. Next. <laughs> I'm not playing, bitch. We gotta really fucking revolt. Stop talking about these stylists if you're not going to tag them in it. Or even when stylists be on talking about some, yeah, my little bust downs be five hundred dollars and da da da. You know, this is what I. Get in the comments. Get in the comments and eat them up. Eat them up in the comments. You already got all these little burner accounts and catfish accounts. Oh, get on all the burner accounts and eat them up in the comments. We need to revolt. I cannot afford $70 on a man cutting my hair every week. I can't do it. I don't have the money, bitch. I don't have it. I ain't got it. I'm Tierra Marie. I ain't got it. So start revolting, bitch, and um, moving right along. Um, okay, so final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, I don't really have any final thoughts. 
y'all really did, did like that Stellarfy, um, Stellarfy.com thing. So not to really jump on this, and I'm, I swear to God, I'm not plugging it. But um, I was thinking about this yesterday because I actually heard an ad for something called CreditWise. And I thought it was similar to Stellarfy, but it's actually not. Like, you need to give them money. It's basically like a secured credit card with other companies. Stellarfy is really not a secured credit card. You just literally just pay your own bills and get credit for it. So, again, if you want, the link is in my link tree bio. Um you guys just Google it, YouTube it if you want to know more. I explained it um, l- last week's episode on Final Thoughts. Um, but needless to say, I looked at my referrals and the girls went up on the referrals. So it makes me so happy that like people are, um, one, trusting me. But then two, um, we're starting to get, you know, literally credit for paying our own bills on time. But like I said, bitch, if you're not paying your bills on time, don't add the bills that you pay late. Okay. That don't make no damn sense. Um, aside from that, what time is it? It is 3.38. I'm going to be able to edit this. It's going to be 4. I'll go to the gym around 5.36. Um, ooh, damn, I got to eat too. Okay. This works. Um, well, girl, I'll be going to Disneyland tomorrow since I already didn't pay my little $300. But yeah, the Coochie Clorox is going to be on pre-order starting at midnight, March 3rd, which is going to be Friday. Um, and again, bitch, if you want to cancel your pre-order, bitch, just email us. Aside from that, um, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.